Hey everybody, and welcome back to Nerd to the Third, Episode 9. Your stop for video games, movies, and everything nerdy. Bringing you the power of three with your hosts, Nick, Nate, and the ever-rotating third chair. He's full of it sometimes. Talking Bull, Anthony. Hello. How's it going, guys? Good. How you doing today? Thanks for having me on. Nate, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Right now, I'm staring at a picture of Marilyn Manson, who apparently is a fan of the uh, um, Shadow of War game because he looks like a fucking orc. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's oh, a it's an article saying that he collapsed during a concert, but he looks like he looks like an orc from the game, and it just caught me off guard. I'm good. Um, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Mr. Anthony, go ahead and let people know where they can find you and what what do you do? Uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube. Just look for Talking Bull. We're still working on that channel. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Talking Bull PC. And we do a weekly podcast where we talk your weekly nerd news, as well as I live stream usually on uh, Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Sweet, and where where can they find that? Also on the YouTube. Also Talking on Bull? the yeah, under YouTube. Oh, okay. I'm talking bull, and you'll find me there. Look for that blue bull logo. All right, sweet. And Nate, where can they find you? Uh, I don't care. Sitting my fat Shut ass up. on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get it. First off, a little bit of grinding. Make sure to go to TX Three Productions from Twitter. You can also go to our other podcast, Ubi Chat. That's where we talk about Ubisoft games and past, present, and future. So go to Ubi Chat on Twitter and you can check us out there too. But let's get to the good stuff. Our first segment of the day is X3 Reacts. All right, so you brought this to my attention. I don't know why. <laughs> um, You're welcome. But actually, it does look kind of cool. It's called The Innocence, or Innocence. For the person who couldn't spell it twice. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I think that's it. And I'm like, nope, that's not it either. Nope. nope. Hey, at least he watched the right trailer the first time. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Um, so, uh, we got Guy Pierce is playing some science guy. Um, this is the prequel to Bill Prometheus. Nye. I was just I was thinking that prequel. in my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Anyways, it looks like it's, it, it looks actually kind of interesting because it's like, um, it's about a shapeshifter. And so I'm assuming the scientist, he's doing experiments on her and, and, I'm, I'm assuming there's more. It kind of hinted at like maybe there's other people like her. Um, it was really vague, but also showed like a bunch happening. And so I don't, n- I don't normally like um, those type of trailers, but just like the tone that they were going for was actually kind of interesting. So let's start with you, Anthony. What did you think of it? 
Uh, I thought it looked cool. Like the the whole setting of where it's set and what they're trying to go for, like not horror, but like atmospheric. Yes, definitely. Where it's like they're very much in this two-way roomed mirror discussing her powers or trying to figure out how they work type of deal. And I really like that aspect of it, trying to f- figure out what is actually going on with this character and what their powers might be and who they are type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Nate? Um, I'm I'm really digging like the atmosphere that it's that it's setting itself in. It's not trying to go for like a really sci-fi kind of feel. It's good point. Like Anthony, you kind of said it good. It 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 kind of looks like it's on the like thin line of horror, but with more of like a substance to it. Like it's just really cool. Like it's not like a basic. Oh, this is about. I guess spoilers for a trailer. This is a, this is about shape shapeshifters. Like, oh, let's make it a sci-fi thing. It 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 looks like a genuine story of like a mother and daughter, and like who they are and what they are, and and mm-hmm. how they're handle going to handle their life with someone trying to hunt them down, you know, to experiment yeah. on them. Yeah, I mean, I I have to agree with you guys. Like, definitely, what stood out to me is just the aesthetic of it, the the way it looked. Um, and then just the, the, the tone, like I said before, is really what stood out to me. Um, once again, yeah, I don't normally like a trailer where it doesn't actually show me anything. Um, it just shows me like, oh, this happens. Oh, this happens. Oh, somebody shot a gun. Okay. (laughs) Um, but this actually really got me intrigued and it was definitely the tone that they were setting. Um, you know, we've seen it a hundred times i want to say at this point we've seen like a kid finding out that they have powers and but just the absolute like believability that they showed in the trailer was like oh okay like it's like almost like a coming of age story set in a you know pseudo kind of horror setting like you guys were talking about and so having that on top of this really weird thing that's happening to her. It's like not only is her home hormones, you know, going crazy, but she can do something that she, like maybe she didn't even know cuz like in the trailer kind of it kind of she was freaking out about it like she didn't know she could do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a really cool I have hopes for this. This looks like a really good Netflix drama. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, they're they're really good with those. Yeah, they're yeah. not so good with some others, but no. <laughs> with, with with certain genres, they really kind of excel. Yeah, reminding me of Ozark and like the way that Ozark is filmed is not a bad thing. I freaking love Ozark. Just so. a lot less blue. <laughs> also, it's listed as a British TV show and British drama, and they are really good with nailing that aspect of storytelling. A lot of yeah. British shows, they, they seem to know how to tell a story within their time can frame that they have without having to be like wait what happened where are we what's going on that type of thing i mean look at so, black yeah. mirror like i know black exactly. mirror didn't start out as a oh, Netflix show but freaking god it's it, it really does show the difference in between um cultures yeah 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 because <laughs> like we British just make... people are smart they're like wicked smart well it's not just that like i still hold back to gavin from um rooster teeth and achievement hunter a long time ago on a rooster teeth podcast he had talked about watching the american hell's kitchen 
and the British Hell's Kitchen back to back and saying he'll never do it again because um, you watch the and, and I didn't notice it until he said it, but you watch the American Hell's Kitchen and it's like a camera cut every two or three seconds. And it's always like jump, 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 jump. Like it gives you much more anxiety and stress than like, um, it's the same way with kitchen nightmares. You see some episodes of kitchen nightmares, the, the British one that it's a lot more like long camera pans and less like jump cuts. Hmm. Interesting. But basically Americans make stupid TV. Yeah. Dang. Sometimes the Americans going in there doing their God dang sex sales. That's what, that's what it is. I don't know where I'm going with that. Any hosers. So yes, I mean I I mean it it being British is not like what's interesting me, but you make a very good point as far as, you know, they're just a little bit smarter as far as um their storytelling. Like I love Stranger Things. Absolutely f-ing love it. So like this is not saying anything against Stranger Things, but like it is very adherent to 80s culture and if it didn't have the 80s aesthetic i almost wonder if if it would be as good you know like probably not because it pulls that it pulls that goonies vibe from it too with the uh, 80s so i i don't know maybe yeah whereas like you know yeah so then you have this show and you know, it reminds me of Zoe's Ark, but it's still also its very own movie mm-hmm. or show. <laughs> no, the thing I watched was the movie. This is the TV show. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Um, if you guys haven't seen it already, it's a Netflix original. Um, and, you know, go check out the the uh, trailer for that. Um, I think with this and, um, oh, geez, it's... It's off the top of my head. Uh, Emma Stone and Jonah Hill are also doing a like mini series. Oh yeah, that uh, looks really good. Yeah, it's something mind f- something like that. Yeah, God, I can't remember it. Yeah, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it looks really good. So like this on top of that, on top of like season two of Ozark coming out, like Ultra Carbon. We're we're, we're sitting we're sitting pretty. For oh yeah, Ultra Carbon. I think. Yeah. Yeah, was did you really, guys like that? I, I thought did. it was. I really enjoyed I it. it was, I liked it. I, I didn't. I'm like two episodes from finishing. I never got to finish it. Um, I, me too. I don't know why. But I'm excited that Anthony Mackie's going to be the um, the showrunner for next. Not showrunner, but the the main character next season. Yes. Uh, who's, An- who's Anthony Mackie? The Falcon from the Avengers. Oh, interesting. So is it going to be the same character, but now he's in, you know, a different body? Yes. Probably. Oh. Yeah, I would guess so. Yes. I would assume so. I mean, spoiler alert. God dang it. He <laughs> <laughs> got his meat suit and they killed it. Oh, man. I mean, at this Any point, world. is it a spoiler? Yes, it is a spoiler because I haven't seen it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, you guys let us know. What do you think about The Innocence and the upcoming Netflix series that you're super excited for? Let us know at TX3 Productions on Twitter or at our Discord, which will be in the description down below. Let's get right into our weekly grind.
All right, so Weekly Grind is where we get to talk about what we've been playing, watching, binging. Binging. Binging! I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little hyper. All right, so Anthony, what have you been up to? Well, uh, for watching, I just actually finished Star Trek Discovery. Around watching that, I kind of took a break from it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna. It's done. Been hearing some stuff that was better in the later half, so I jumped in, and I was like, you know what? This got a lot better, and I really enjoyed it. I'm actually yeah. really excited for the second season of that. Yeah, I mean, there was always like when it first came up, there was always like comparisons between the Orville and that, and like people seemed to really latch on to Orville, but then hated that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was just that um, the Orville was more of the lighter Trek side, whereas Discovery leaned into the darker aspect of that. And a lot, a lot of people know of that side. They just right. see that lighter, happier side, which the Orville did. But where Discovery ended up going with, I was really happy. And just them leaning it more into the lore of the main Trek timeline and where it's going. I'm like, this this could be really good if they keep doing with it. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, I'm not a big Trekkie myself, so I can't I can't comment too much on that. Well, see, I I have CBS access because my wife and I watch Big Brother, so I could watch it. Um, the only the main thing that would want that I would want to watch it for would probably be Jason Isaacs. Yeah, he's because I I really really like him as an actor, and actually I'll talk about him in a in a second with me except for the cure a cure for wellness that movie was dog <laughs> absolute dog i've also been watching the 90s highlander tv show 90s highlander tv show. there can be only one yeah that uh i watched this a really long time ago i have the i got the access to watch it and so i've just been kind of binge watching that as well and, do you guys remember yeah. zach and mary make a porno where yeah. they when they went to the reunion Zach, he was like, "Oh, hey, it's the other Zach," and the other Zach is like, "There could be only." <laughs> Sorry. He was like really leaning on that, and and like Seth Rogen was like, "Ugh." <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh man. See now, uh, I have to ask, you know, because that's definitely that's like an '80s show, isn't it? For Anthony, like, did it Highland. did it start? Yeah, it's it's it. I think it it started. No, it's uh it started in the nineties, nineties. Oh wow, or something, okay. I believe. So it's not like as bad 90s. as I thought. But I mean, the main yeah. question is like, does it does it hold up? Oh God, no! Like it, <laughs> you look at it and go in a good way or is, in a bad way. In if you like Highlander, yes. If you don't, <laughs> no. It is it is nineties to its core, from its look, from its aesthetic to its acting. It is pure nineties. Right. But if you like Highlander and want to watch something Highlander, I would highly recommend this show. If or not, if stay like, away from it. Or if you like Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yes. If you Isn't like that Sean the movie, Connery. though? Yeah, he's in the, the first two movies, but we only referenced the first one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are bits of Highlander that Highlander fans just choose to ignore exist. With forgot, good reasons. I forgot Clancy Brown was in there. What's that? Oh yeah, he's in. Um, he's in the the first one. He's yeah, the Clancy main. Brown's good. Oh, I like Clancy him. Brown is fantastic. I really, really like him. 
Yeah, my favorite character is Mr. Krabs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's he's in a. I, like I loved him and I loved him in the Punisher, or in Daredevil, season two. He was really, really, really good in that season. What the yeah. hell are you talking about now? I've I've you've lost me now. <laughs> I tend to do that. I like to purposely confuse you because it just makes for yeah. a better show. There you go. <laughs> do it. No, who are you talking about? <laughs> First, you were talking about Mr. Krabs, and then somebody in season two. Um, did you watch uh, Daredevil season two, Nick? Yeah. The um, he was the general for um, what's what's the Punisher's name? What is the punch? Frank. Frank Castle. Oh. Doo, doo, doo. Okay, got it. Got it. Doing what he does know- best is play a military guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Talk about tight casting. Oh, but he's so good at it. Yeah, right. he really, really is. It's like Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang is the same thing. Yeah. He, Stephen uh, Lang. He, do you remember Avatar? Avatar. Oh, yeah. Now I'm yeah. stupid. So You're absolutely there, right. <laughs> anytime, anytime I think of Stephen Lane, thanks to Designate. I don't know if either of you remember Designate on YouTube, um, but there were these emo kids that made funny videos. They had one video where they played with the photo booth on the on Mac, and there was one where he made his face all big, and he's like, "Of oh, that one guy from Avatar who's a big asshole." <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I think of Stephen Lang, I think of that. <laughs> All right, anything else you've been doing? Uh, no, not real. I've kind of just been watching stuff. My uh, my gaming has taken a little bit of a backseat break for the moment, other than when I stream. I think I'm just at that yeah. point where I'm like taking a break from it. What do you stream normally? Uh, right now I'm streaming uh, Pokemon Fire Red and then Banjo and um, Crash. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. See, I've, I've been recently playing uh, A Hat in Time. Which is very kind of like um, banjo esque. It was. It's very much a love letter that those type of like three D um, platformers. And it's it. What here's here's the part that's really annoying about it. First off, I love the game. It's absolutely great, and I'm getting really close to a hundred percent. But a hundred percent is not going to get me a platinum trophy. And I was like, I was so excited because I saw like the other day and I think I want to say it was at like 70 or 75%. And I'm thinking, Oh my God, I'm going to get my first legit platinum. Cause obviously like I got the platinum for the walking dead se- telltale season one, mm-hmm. but I'm like, that doesn't freaking count because that's like everybody got that platinum. Anybody who finished the freaking game got that platinum. Hey, that counts. So like, no, it doesn't count. count. Yes, it does do. not count. If you told somebody, oh, yeah, I got a platinum in one, they'd be like, oh, okay, so did everybody else. And you're like, pose You goddamn pose Anyway, so I'm like, here's going to be one of my first legit ones, and it's for a game that I really, really like. And I'm like, I'm actually like kind of really excited about that. And so, yeah, it's 75. But then I looked at the trophy list, and I'm like, mm. son of a bitch! <laughs> it's like, I'm not even anywhere close. According to the trophy list i'm only at like 30 something percent so to go from like 70 down to 30 it's like well there goes my erection (laughs) hey honestly if you want an easy but satisfying platinum um second son is a a really really fun but easy platinum infamous second son you did you you didn't get it when it was on plus so it was free i got first light when it was on no, they had uh, yeah, that, that particular on. month. I did not have on that. 
that one month, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Well, see, I would tell you, I, w- I didn't have it. I would tell you that the infamous platinum is a good one, but it's not because of it. Go back to good old um, map, <laughs> good old map design or, or game to, like, design. You had to sway back and <laughs> good, old, good old game design where one of the plat, the one of the trophies is to collect all of like the collectible orbs in the game. Right, and right. it doesn't give you any way of tracking where they are or how many you've gotten. So, True. literally, me having a picture of it in Photoshop Paint of the map, and like <laughs> xing them off as I'm collecting them. Oh, that was That's so terrible. Funny. That was so That's terrible. <laughs> well, what have you been up to, Nate? Um, it's not a whole whole lot. Um, one of the main things I'm getting done because of my job and driving a whole lot is I'm catching up on more audiobooks. So um, I'm just about finished with the second Thrawn book, Thrawn Alliances. And man, <laughs> this book is so good. This book is so, so good. So good. Um, so I can't speak to other audiobooks because the Star Wars ones and I think a couple Halo ones are the only ones I've really listened to. Right. But what I like about Star Wars is they treat it like a Star Wars production. Like there's right. music, there's sound effects, there's like great um, narrators. Like Mark Thompson, he's he's fantastic. He plays almost every character in the book. Actually, no, in this book he does play every character in the book. But That's as far funny. as his vocal range, he can do almost any voice. Um, but what I'm really enjoying is Thrawn was a big... Do you know who Thrawn is? Yeah, he's the blue guy with the red eyes. Yeah, blue guy with the red eyes. blue general guy. Yeah. So he was real big in the like older books. They, there was whole like heir to the throne or heir to the empire. Uh, you know, he was he was put as this villain, like this very um, like hard general to beat because he was so smart. But what the first book in this book is doing is basically saying, hey, this character really isn't bad like he he's just he's kind of like between two evils basically um i can't think of the right terminology for it but what i like about this one compared to the the one before it is this one's a lot more action oriented and it ties into the clone wars and it tells a really 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 cool story there's also awesome action set pieces like i would tell you a couple but they're really Oh, I don't know if you're actually going to ever listen to it. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you. So, <laughs> so there's. I think uh, you don't okay. listen to books. That'd be like me reading one. <laughs> so basically, the reason why this one's called Alliances is because um, he is having Thrawn is having to team up with Vader to go on this mission. what's so cool about it is in the first book Thrawn says that he had a run in with Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars. Well, everyone. So what it does is it cuts from the present with Vader and Thrawn to the past with Anakin and Thrawn and they were on the same planet like several years later so um, in one scene in the part where it's Thrawn and Vader they're in this bar or this like cantina and they start getting attacked and the bad guys are shooting these bugs out of this gun and the bugs when they hit you they like form concrete around you so it basically make you immobile well since vader was uh had seen this tactic earlier in the book later on in the book they storm the same bad guys and so it talks about how vader is getting uh yeah you're really distracting me right now 
I was wondering about, how long he was going to let him do that. <laughs> I was that was my goal. I wanted to yeah. see how long. <laughs> uh, anyway, it, it shows like battle with him and the stormtroopers, and then it talks about how Vader's getting encased in this concrete. And um, the bad guys that they're fighting against are thinking like, you know, oh, we got him beat. And then the it shows from the stormtroopers' perspective that um, – or the narrator's like, but they didn't realize that he had a second set of armor. And so it, and it talks about how Vader like jumps back from the entry point and what he had done is use the force and make this, his armor. <sighs> he used the force on a set of his armor to make the bad guys think that that was him that they were fighting. But actually he like let that one get encased in concrete and then came back with his lightsaber and just started wrecking shot. <laughs> He was like, surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> that so that was, a, that was a super nerdy explanation, but it's a really good book. <laughs> um, works. I re- yeah, I, no, I feel like you have to change your underwear after that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I told my wife about it, and she was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, sweetie, we're not going to kiss for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really, really good book. But um, besides that, I actually watched a really cool movie last weekend called Shot Caller. Shot Caller 20 years <sighs> late. It's not like, hey, everyone listening, it's not like I haven't heard that three times <laughs> in the past time that we've been recording this. So... Um, You've probably seen this, uh, like, I think DirecTV advertised it for a while, but basically it's Jamie Lannister, um, who, (laughs) it's an actor who plays Jamie Lannister. He uh, gets sent to prison and basically has his life turned upside down. Um, It's a really hardcore... one little fight and my mom got scared. (laughs) Sorry. It's it's a really, really really hardcore drama, um, but it has... That he is ruining... Yeah, that he's reading. <laughs> but it has a lot of good people, and it's got uh, John Bernthal in it. It's got... Do um, you guys know the actor from Burn Notice? Um, oh, God, I can't remember. His the name. main guy? The main actor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, I like him, yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Basically, nice. what he has to do is, while, while he's in prison, because he's there for like extended period of time, to protect himself, he joins with the Aryan Brotherhood, Aryan Nation. Oh, jeez. And Oof. so, like, he... But... Honestly, the movie did not go where I thought it was going to, and it was it was a really really pleasant surprise. Not pleasant to watch, but as far as <laughs> storytelling goes. But right. yeah, the guy from Burn Notice. This is going to sound really racist, and I really 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 am not meaning it like this. But I'm going to show you a picture, and you're going to see what I'm talking about. Okay. He, um, his character, the main actor from Burn Notice, his character in this movie looks like a white Malcolm X. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. He let himself go. <laughs> yeah. No, but he's like it's it's really intimidating to watch. Like just the stuff that goes on. It's 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 really really good movie. Yeah, I kind of wish he would have been able to keep doing stuff after Burn Notice. Like I really liked Burn Notice. It was like for the longest time it was like the number one on cable, and then Walking Dead came, which really sucks because then Walking Dead sucks now. So it's like you know. Like they didn't get to end on top, no. Because Walking Dead came in and like stole their thunder, so to speak. So kind of, he's in that Hulu show. Um, I think. It's oh yeah, Shy. I've I've really wanted to watch that specifically because of him, and just haven't gotten around to it. What show? Shut Eye, I think it's called. Okay, I've heard of it. I've no, you shut up, jeez. <laughs> 
Um, but besides that, as far as gaming goes, I actually played Doom for the first time a couple days ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like it's, so, the remake or like OG? the original? Though. No, twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what? What'd you think? Yeah. Well, so that's it. You just played it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I played it. I just played it. And well, see, I had always been wanting to play it since it came out, but like every time I went to buy it, even when it was twenty dollars, something was just like, man, I just I don't know. And so I didn't, but after seeing the Doom Eternal gameplay, I'm like, I have to play this game because Doom right. Eternal looks so good. Yeah, so, looks freaking dope. So yeah. I I played the first couple hours uh, mm-hmm. of it on my TV, but it's making me remember that. See, for me, I mostly play games on a monitor. I have my PlayStation right here at my desk, and mm-hmm. I have two monitors, so I'll I'll play on one, um, and then like if I have more cinematic games like God of War or like Spider-Man, I'll play them on my TV. Yeah. Um, But something I noticed almost right away was the, my TV and maybe it's because it was a pro, but I saw a lot of screen tearing and I was like, Oh, that's not, but also like, I also play with control freaks, the little, the little attachments that go on the controller. And like, Uh I'm playing this game and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm bad at this game. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, I am not doing good, but um, I'm going to try it on my monitor and see if I'm, I'm any better at it. Um, I yeah. hope so, but it's, it's fun. It's really, really fun. Um, the, a, the shooting and aiming I've got to get used to because it's nothing like Wolfenstein. Like it feels kind of like Wolfenstein cause they're both Good Bethesda point. like games and at heart, but dooms just feels a lot different for some it, reason. It, doom is doom is fast. And that's my yeah. problem with it is like, I'm used to like, methodically kind of aiming and like mm-hmm. waiting and like Wolfenstein's great for that. Like you can pick your targets as you go kind of thing yeah. or just like run your way through. But doom, you're like, you're screwed. If you stop for a second, they'll pick yep. you right the hell off. And I'm well, so it, bad at that. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they're addressing that with eternal be based on the gameplay that I've seen. The fact right. that like him, like jumping up and picking that target to grapple to and like shoot with the shotgun. Um, mm-hmm. But I really want to play more. Um, also, like I just, I, I may have not been in the mood for it when I started playing it, but um, that really caught me off guard with how fast it was. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I remember, I sometimes if it's during a cinematic moment, I'll like creep up on the thumbstick to like just go slowly and I'll walk just fine. But I did that and it's like it didn't move, and I moved it a little bit more, and he just jolted forward. And I was like, well, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't want yeah. you to do that, but. Yes, and I think pace. I think one of the main reasons they did that, and I mean, me personally, I think they did such a good job with it because, like, I remember playing the original Doom, and the way you move around in the new Doom is very familiar to that, but obviously they just did such a good job of translating the way you felt back then into like a reality. Like the way mm-hmm. you jump, the way you shoot and everything. It just feels if you if you played it back then, you you were old enough for that. If you played it back then and then you played this, it was familiar enough where you can just go and have some fun, but there was still just so much that was new about it, like double jumping and the melee system and obviously just how gorgeous it was and the level design and everything. Um that it it felt completely new it didn't just feel like okay well let's just give them like a upscale version of something it really felt like just this new experience but it felt 
also like home <laughs> like <laughs> if, if that makes sense it just felt so familiar in a good way like if they could ever ever like if if these people who made doom could also get the rights to duke nukem and we could get like a proper like gorgeous looking duke nukem like this i would just oh god i would love that so much so something that i wasn't expecting that or that i was a little surprised by was i i know the the story of doom like of 2016 mm-hmm. where it's like you know demons and mars yeah but i kind of for some reason was was expecting like right when you start the game for it to kind of have a slight <laughs> dead space feel yeah. in the sense of like yeah. i'm waking up i don't know what's going on like what's going on whereas it's like oh nope nope hey we're humans we fucked up we just summoned demons on mars whoops like yeah. <laughs> it's just like okay i'm down for this this is i cool. <laughs> i really like that aspect of like him just waking up looking around going all right cool and then the guy in the elevator tries to give him the story and he's like nah, i ain't having any <laughs> yeah. of this he's like <laughs> screw <laughs> this <laughs> Oh God, yeah. That was probably that was probably the that was such a meta moment if you think about it because it's like first person shooters in particular this day. Ever since like Half Life Two, everybody feels like they have to have like this really in depth world, this really in depth story. It needs to be, you know, it needs to be gut wrenching. It needs to be like powerful and all this. And that was just such a meta moment because they're like, you know. It was it was also kind of like um, like they were trolling us for just a second because they're like, oh, we're going to have this complicated story. And he's like, nah, f- that. And yeah, so it was even if such you a... go back to like the, the Doom before this, I think it was, mm-hmm. it was either it was Doom 3, right? The, the technical reboot that wasn't a reboot. Right. It, that was pretty story heavy as well. Mm-hmm. So they were just like, nah, we ain't having any of this. Yeah, it's like, let's just have fun. Like, I love how fast you get into the actual freaking game. And not only that, but it doesn't tell me how to reload. It doesn't tell me how to jump. It doesn't tell me how to aim and fire. It's like, it respects my knowledge as a gamer of, like, freaking 15 years, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it respects me. And it's like, no game out there respects you. You know, like, I I talked about it last episode and how Blood Dragon was, like, one of the first ones that did, like, a parody of the tutorial, and it actually made it interesting. Whereas this, it was just like, screw it. We don't need a tutorial. We know that you know that I know that you know. So let's just get on with it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't care for that at the very moment like it was happening with doom but i I was like okay no i get this like within like a matter of a minute like i was like i understand what's going on yeah yeah well the only one i didn't was the pistol i'm like why is it every time i aim down sight i shoot so slow and then i realized (laughs) that it was because it was a mod i was like oh okay yeah because it's charging up jesus (laughs) (laughs) yeah so, I mean, uh, one thing I think all of us had a chance to look at was Disenchanted on Netflix. Yes. And so this is from the makers, or, or I guess maybe one of the makers from Simpsons, Matt Groney? Gr- and Futurama. Groney, yeah. Groney, okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like it, but uh, what, what's your impressions on it, uh, Anthony? I like it, but I don't know how much I like it. It was very, like, it was good, but not you, like... You took the words right out of my yeah. mouth. <laughs> Go ahead. I just, I, I'm not, I just, I'm really not sure how I feel about it. Like, I've watched eight of the 
10 episodes i'll probably finish the last two just to round it off but i'm just like it's entertaining but i'm like is it that good compared to everything else and even every other adult animation that they're naming it out there. yeah right like there's there's a lot better shows out there than this but like i'm like mm-hmm. hmm i don't know well so my question for both of you i'm gonna be the i'm gonna be the devil's advocate here because i haven't seen it as much as either of you can we or is it fair to compare this to g-trauma or simpsons with the lineage that they have yes absolutely we can compare this to um you know, SpongeBob SquarePants, when you put yourself out on a medium and you and you want to call yourself a comedy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you are compared to literally anything that's ever been funny ever. Mm-hmm. Well, I and say I say it in the sense of like with Futurama for right. I, I've seen way more Futurama than Simpsons. Um, mm-hmm. Was everyone's reaction to the first season of Futurama? Was everyone's reactions like great? Was it everyone's like, this is fantastic? Mm-hmm. Whenever Fox aired it, I think so. Okay. Because, I, I, I mean, I, I loved it when I first started it. Like, from the right. beginning, I, I remember it. the critics being really, really, um, really uh, up up there about it as far as, like, Futurama. It was to the point where it was like, wait, why did it get canceled? And I think it was just one of those Fox enigmas where it's like people just stopped watching. It wasn't necessarily that it was a bad show. It's just people stopped watching because other things were on. Well, that, um, that and they put it on at seven or against football or. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm right there with you, Anthony, as far as like, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know. I don't hate it. Let's let's put it. That's the yeah, only I, yeah. thing I can definitively say about it is that I don't hate it. I don't despise it. I don't. I don't not want to watch it. <laughs> that makes sense. I don't know if I accidentally double negative there, but it's not that I don't want to watch it. It's just that it's so hard, and it's like this is going to make me seem like you know like a, a prude or something like that. But it's like when I just got done watching. Um, Rick and Morty because they put out season three for, um, for Hulu. And it it seems like so freaking long that you had to wait for that. I pirated it when it first came out. And so I watched every single episode. Don't tell the internet. that. Don't tell the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but then I also, so then I watched it again when it came out on Hulu. And so watching that and then watching this, it's like, both shows have their dumb humor where something just happens and it's like, huh, ah, that's funny. But just the style of comedy is just so different. Like the number one that thing that stuck out to me is how circumstantial all the comedy is. Like almost everything has to do with something that happens rather than someone saying something funny like the writing itself being funny Mm -hmm. instead it's like um like there's this one part the girl takes off her top and then starts walking around and so the king's like hey nobody look at her and so she walks out of the room some guy walks in he's like oh i was looking at her and it's like well that's not really funny it's more the circumstance that's funny rather than what he said and then there's this other part, this little gnome, and he's doing all these fancy moves just to get stomped by this giant foot. And it's just like so on and so on and so on. There's so many of those particular things. It's it's just, it's not 
what someone's saying. It's not this funny quip or something. It's what happens. You know, there are a couple of instances. Like, I think one of my favorite uh, instances of somebody actually saying something funny is they steal this carriage and then it's they they crash it into this lake and so there happened to be somebody in there and they're like I'm drowning and then Elfo's like I'm Elfo <laughs> and it was like it was a genuinely funny thing that somebody actually said rather than something that just happened and I'm yeah. like you know there there are a couple of instances of that but just the entire thing is just very circumstantial if 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 something happens you can almost kind of guess what's going to happen next and i i don't like that feeling i i chalk it up to a less funny good version of american dad because i okay. love american dad but it has that same type of like the story is kind of the basis for it and then whatever happens in that is the jokes but they're yeah. written really well in that show as opposed to this show where you're kind of, it's very I'm going to say mediocre in terms of like you can get like you said you can guess what they're going to say or what's going to arise in the next situation. Exactly. Like the the prime example of this is the the Hansel and Gretel thing. They oh, yeah. they go to the house and instantly he licks the window and you see Hansel and Gretel and you're like oh they're the villains. Like just yeah. you, immediately you see them and you know it's there wasn't like there's no vague hint towards it like most things would it was just like boom you're you know so uh, do you guys feel like uh, um, disenchanted is relying on old Simpsons and Futurama tropes just wrapped up in a new shell? Yep. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean it's just. Yeah, it's just the the comedy itself is just so procedural. Mm -hmm. It's just so formulaic as far as like I mean, I hate to keep saying, but yeah, it just I really feel like watching it, it's great and you know, there's some interesting characters, but w watching it, yeah, it's just being able to know that as soon as somebody says something, it's like, well, I know what's going to happen next. Like that feeling is just not great. You know, another thing that I thought was a little confused, and I th I one hundred percent blame the marketing, but one thing that I wasn't expecting is I wasn't expecting a like serialized show, where it's kind of like Family Guy and Simpsons, where you know each episode some it's a different storyline. The way the marketing is, at least this is how I how I got it the marketing for this show made it seem like there was going to be a beginning middle and an end for the entire season. Mm -hmm. Now, granted there is this like underlying uh, storyline that involves like the demon or whatever, but like th after the first two episodes that deals with her, you know, not wanting to get married all of a sudden, it's just these random stories that I feel like could have happened at any point. And, yeah. Like they, you could watch them out of order and it doesn't matter. Like there's no, so then there's no character development. There's no, you know, what she learned in the first two episodes doesn't matter because it's everything serialized now. And I was not expecting that. No, they're very much little mini arcs within like a bigger arc, but not well done out. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, she has a, she, 
she goes out on this like rampage and does all this stuff and then has to go to a nunnery and that's all in one episode but then like the next episode she throws a big rager so it's like she didn't learn anything from going out on a binge and drinking and stealing a carriage and then having to go to a nunnery like she didn't learn anything because now she's just right back to doing stuff and it's like i guess i expect more out of my my characters nowadays like even like family guy for that and for that instance it's gotten to the point where it's like you know like peter's gonna do this stewie's gonna do this and it's so formulaic that it's boring i don't even i don't even watch it anymore yeah which is why something like even even futurama is a good example like there is like character development there is i mean granted over a longer period of time because you know fry always likes leela or whatever but there's still like character developments and it does kind of seem like there's an overarching character development and rick and morty is once again i hate to compare it because they're two completely different shows but that's just what i have to compare it off of because i literally watched it right before watching this Mm -hmm. well not right before but you know what i mean like the last cartoon funny show i watched was rick and morty so going from that to this it was just like uh i like my characters to like be characters not caricatures yeah uh, well even archer just to i'll throw another example in there there you go is exactly the same way they over the course of the season he does get better he has his moments where he falls back into being his archer character but Mm -hmm. he still learns things and i think they're nine seasons in now they are kind of completely different characters than when they first started definitely good point and I mean, Archer is actually a really good example because it is very serialized in the sense that um, each one is like, okay, here's the secret mission. Then on the next episode, it's all about a completely different mission and then a different mission, you know? And so it's very serialized in that sense where it's just like, you know, each one doesn't necessarily happen in a row, but then it's all the character interactions. It's all the background story that they make sure links together, like the, the inside jokes and everything. It makes you feel like you are watching it in order, even if it is one mission, one mission, one mission. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think me and you are just yeah, right on the same page where it's like, it's not bad. It's not horrible. It's not grotesque it's not something that's like i want to sign a petition to make sure that it never gets aired again it's nothing like that it's just it's so mediocre mm-hmm. well, so, mediocre <laughs> sorry i always think so about that. so what did you real quick what did you think about season three of rick and morty um absolutely awesome i loved it <laughs> i don't think there is literally one episode i didn't like and then uh, other than that it was it was absolutely great so, um, yeah, my, my, while I was gone for training, um, for my job a couple weeks ago for a while, my wife and I, we would put on like adventure time to have like some cartoon nighttime TV for us to go to sleep to. Okay. And while I was gone, she started Rick and Morty and I was like, did you really? <laughs> and so like she, I've been watching it with her and I've seen it all before but it really I really enjoy the fact that she's getting a lot of enjoyment out of it that I didn't think she would 
Right. And so I'm like, oh my God, you have to see this, this episode, this episode. Like she loved um, Rick Potion number nine in the first. <laughs> yes. And so like, I can't wait till we get to pickle Rick, but dude, I Rick. love pickle Rick. <laughs> and see, like if we're going to go on a Rick and Morty rant, um, rewatching season one and two after first watching all the third season, because like I said, I pirated them. That's how um, I watched it. I mean, <laughs> that's how, like, I think a majority of people watch. That's how I watch has Star Trek anymore. and Thailander as well. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so after rewatching that, after season three, the little things here and there that you pick up on, like, oh, my God, they referenced that in season three. Oh, my God, that carried over from season three. It's just like the, the amount of stuff that they do, the writers do, is just so, so freaking awesome. Yeah, just the fact of, like, I remember it catching me off guard in season three. I think it was, I don't remember what episode it was, um, but when they come to a different timeline and it's the time, or, or they come to a different to universe and it's the one that was before. Um, oh, the Cronenbergs? Oh, the main the main universe that they're supposed that, to live Yeah, in. they came back to the main universe. Yeah. I remember when I was like, wait a minute, did that just tie back? Yeah. And then I realized that the way they formulated the show is it's all together and it made me enjoy the show that much more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And see, like even down to the fact that the last episode, which was the one I didn't like the last episode, Morty date. Yep. Yep. The, the fact that the entire thing hinges off of Rick wanting Morty to get a selfie. And if you go back to, I can't remember the title of it, but it's the one where it was like American Idol with the big giant heads. Mm-hmm. Show me what you got. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That one, he wanted a selfie and the, the president absolutely f***ing snubbed him. And so then they carried that over and here we go. We see the president again and the entire thing about it is basically about him blowing or them blowing him off. And then Rick still wanting him to get a selfie. And it's like, but that also shows you just how much Rick has grown because it's like, that's the kind of stuff that he wanted to give a shit about before. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, oh, it, Morty wants a selfie. Who the hell cares? It's like, it's not my favorite episode of the season, but as far as like technical aspect, it is. But like in season three, the Rick Lantis mix up, the one where it's the <laughs> I world love of that movies. one. It's just you sit there and think about it. And it's like Justin Roiland is the only person who spoke this entire episode. Yeah. And it's just point. like, Jesus. And then at the very, very end, it's like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. Like, like what? I didn't see that coming. But yeah. I am more naive than most people sometimes see that that one was my very favorite episode of the entire season and it was because um you know the hero's journey that you know um uh dan Harmon he bases all of his writing basically off Mm -hmm. yeah what i liked about it is that there were like what four four different storylines and each one had its own story arc and even though they were kind of loosely linked together, it was pretty much four completely separate storylines that they kind of just mushed together. But each one was so well written that each one had its own hero's journey. And it was like, wow. It's like it was it was pretty much like him or them. I mean, obviously, there's a team. It was pretty much them like flexing their muscles as far as like, hey, we can write really good stories. Here's four of them. And anthologically, antholo- anthologically, 
It was the Black Mirror episode of Rick and Morty, and I loved it. <laughs> the Mr. I rewatched the Mr. Meeseeks episode with her, and I'm just oh, God. Just like when, like, because I love the meme they've turned it into, like the battle royale. Yes, and yes. And they're like, "Well, he wrote me into this. Well, he wrote me into this." Oh man, that show's just so like it's it's just another level of animated comedy. And, yeah, you know, I bet people are like, "Oh, stop talking about Rick and Morty. We get it." But it's like, yeah, we're not sitting here sucking Rick and Morty's. Yeah, right as long now, as you're not just, a fanboy about yeah. it, like a lot as of as long as you don't wait four hours for Szechuan sauce. Yeah, like <laughs> goddamn people. Which, like, by the relax. way, was okay. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stand in line for four hours. I got it in like thirty minutes. But it was just okay. I love in the Pickle Rick episode, if you pay attention, you can see the string uh, or you can see the hypodermic needle attached to the string attached to the timer. You can see that in the establishing shot. So it wasn't like it just appeared because Mm -hmm. the story called for it. They thought ahead and they did that. There was another thing that they talked about, like one of the like the crack on the driveway was when they teleported the entire house to the different dimension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like them paying attention to those little details, you know, like most like a, like a family guy or or a, or a Simpsons. If they would have the whole joke was, hey, what's this needle doing with a timer and scissors? They would have like they would have just thrown that in afterwards. But the fact that they had the foresight that, no, we're going to put it in the shot as the establishing shot. It's like, just like, just shows you just how freaking like how much passion they have for their, for their storytelling. Well, see, I've, I've always loved stuff like that when it comes to um, people making shows and movies and, and things like that. When it comes to the storyboarding. Right. Or the, however it is. Another example I have is breaking bad. <clears throat> so have either of you seen the last season of breaking bad? Yep. No, no, you haven't. I uh, I did not get on the Breaking Bad train. Oh, I tried, man. I tried, I couldn't do it. Come on, ride the train, and ride it. So <laughs> you're welcome. So there's a, there's a scene in uh, the last season where um, Walt it goes to meet up with this character character named Lydia, who you meet in uh, in season five, I think. And yeah. I didn't realize this until someone on the internet pointed it out. Only like in the web. But they were like, he's, he's, uh, he meets her at this cafe and he's like, all right. He's like, I have two minutes. And then he tells her what he has to tell her and then he leaves. And so someone on the internet timed it and at, at exactly two minutes, he gets up and leaves. But wow. it's just the fact of like I love how, like that. yeah, that's what I'm, I love whenever someone has the insight to actually pay attention to that. Like you're talking about with Rick and Morty. Right. And I mean, if anything, they probably wrote it that way. And then they might've even done separate takes to make sure that he got it out. It's like, okay, at this, at this, once you get this sentence done, pause for like three Mississippi or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's, it's so good. Futurama does that really well. In its first season, you can see the, the shadow of Nibbler. I know. Oh my god! Very first episode, and someone pointed that out. Thing. So I went back and looked, and I'm like, "Holy crap! You can!" Yeah, I was so surprised at myself. I'm like, "No, you can't. You're bullshitting me." And yeah, yeah, go back, and sure enough, there's this shadow. And it's like, wow, they had the force. And see, these are the same people who have the foresight to have a story element like that 
but then they get disenchanted and it's just like here's this just procedural formulaic thing and it's just ah it's so i want to like it i really do i like the characters and i like the setting so to speak even though some of the things can be a little tropey mm-hmm. but i like that i like it and it's just like but there's so much about it that is just like kind of just mundane that it's like do i do i like it i don't uh- know I want to see if they get a second season and where they go with that. Because, I do. Like, yes, they brought yes. back like you can you recognize the names in the intro, uh, intro, and it is like a lot of his voice actors and a lot of his writers and yep. producers, and they're all in it. And you recognize those names, and you're like, "Be better!" <laughs> like you guys do, have done this do for so things. long. <laughs> Be better. <laughs> you got another oh. shot. <laughs> They should, they should, I don't know if they have, and maybe somebody on the internet can find it or whatever, but they should totally do an Easter egg where like, like, I don't know, they, they reference like Fry or something. Cause in, in, I've been looking the first, you have, I've been yeah, looking. Cause in the first episode, like, um, you know, the aliens come and destroy everything. Then the castle goes up and then it gets destroyed. So if they could reference it somehow, that'd be so freaking awesome. Yeah. I've been looking for little Easter eggs and nods while trying to watch the show at the same time, but I haven't found any, but I'm sure I've missed a ton. <laughs> right. Just, just please don't have a cameo or a Easter egg of Seymour, please. I don't want my heart ripped out any more than it was. <laughs> watch that episode. Oh man, yeah. Futurama should have never been canceled. Nope. Speaking of things that should have never been canceled, <gasps> wham, 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 wham. We're gonna go on to my favorite ever series that got canceled. All right, so I'm just gonna say it. Should we? exclude firefly because it's one of the most obvious choices <laughs> yeah uh yeah i'd probably say so yeah. <laughs> okay so for everybody out there firefly is our number one choice i mean come on it's one of the best shows out there the fact that the fact that uh, we did honestly we did get serenity out of it and i, I know, really really like, enjoyed serenity i really wish that Fox wouldn't have had their heads so far up their ass because now with there's been many instances like medium is a good example. It started on NBC ended on ABC. Um, and then there's other things like Arrested development got canceled on Fox, but re upped on Netflix, Brooklyn nine, um, nine, Brooklyn yeah. nine, nine. That's a good oh, example. I was so glad that show got saved. Oh, The Killing, which ended on a huge cliffhanger on uh, AMC, also got picked up on Netflix. So it's like, I feel like if if maybe just a few more years would have went by, instead of a movie, maybe we could have gotten a good series out of it on um, Netflix. Mm-hmm. But not only mm-hmm. that, why couldn't it, why couldn't it have, like, uh, sci-fi? Why couldn't they have picked it up? Why somebody? Why couldn't they pick it up? It was such a good show. Everybody loved it, and it was just because of Fox being Fox that it ended up getting canceled. It's so stupid. So, so for so for me, I agree with you, but at the same time, 
I, I like how because that happened, we have gone years and years of uh, Nathan Fillion just being so meta about it and however many of his performances. <laughs> like there's that one episode of Castle where he's where he's dressed in his Firefly costume or his Firefly outfit, and they're right. like, wait, who are you? Some kind of space cowboy? <laughs> something like that? Like right. it was, it's, right, he's right. just... And there's <laughs> one where they go to a sci-fi convention in Castle and he names off all the ones and he's like, oh, that one that Joss Whedon did. (laughs) (laughs) So at least we got that. Yeah, I guess. But it would just be so much better if we got more. All right, so Anthony, what's your runner-up? What is your runner-up for the uh, TV series that got canceled? Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. You guys know this show? I know two girls, one cup. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is not that. I know two Uh, and a half men. It was a show in the 90s um, that I had just, I watched after it aired. Okay, hold on, hold on. Is somebody messing with their mic? It's not me. Is that that me? I think it's you. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. It was a show that I watched later that found out there was only so many, and I wish it would have been longer. But it's Two Guys, a Girl, and Pizza Place, and it's Ryan Reynolds early on in his career. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and it's a sitcom, and it does have, like, an overall arching thing, but it's just, it's a really funny show about yeah. two guys and a girl who, are, like, they start off working in this pizza place, but just kind of, like, them going through life. Yeah, is it and like then, the waiting prequel? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> oh, that movie's so bad. That movie's so bad. The still waiting. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, so yeah. bad. Oh, still waiting. Yeah, yeah. God, that was just like a cash in. If you've ever heard that, had it. Yep. But it's just it's a really funny show. It's got Nathan Fillion in it. <gasps> yeah. Now I, now I have to watch it. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's just a funny show, and it's great. And I've watched it more times than anyone should a show that they like. But it's yeah. only it's only three seasons long, and then it got canceled. But oh. I just I wish it was longer. And Definitely, yeah. It's just a really spectacular. Well, show. now I want to check it out because yeah, I, I, I would highly Reynolds. recommend it. It's really funny. Nice. All right, and Nate, you need to make up your mind. You can't. Well, you can't. See... You can't always have ties. Okay. You need to <laughs> stop being such an indecisive little alpha or beta male and just make a goddamn decision. I do what I want. <laughs> When I it's want, my body. I, I do want. what I want. <laughs> so my runner ups, it's kind of a toss up. It's a toss up between one of these. Um, one of them is Wayward Pines, um, shot in Idaho. Was it really? Yeah. So the thing with Wayward Pines is the first season was phenomenal. I actually would have been, I actually would have been fine with it just being like a mini series and having that one season. The second yeah. season, I haven't finished it. Um, because it's it's like it. it well, you're the so... problem then. You're the reason it got canceled. Great well, no, job, no, man. No, 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 Way no, no, to go. no, no, feel good no, no, about no, no, yourself. No, no. You feel like a big man now. No, it's not me. I'm a big kid it. now. <laughs> no, it's not me. So they could have went several different ways with how they ended that first season, and they mm. completely just didn't do any of those and did something totally different. And it just wasn't. Oh, it... they last Jedi'd it. No. <sighs> <laughs> I like the last Jedi. I thank you. Don't thank even you. go there. I cannot be on a show with two Jedi's. Less Jedi, just Jedi's. I don't know. Jedi's. It's that's that's proper proper pronunciation. Okay. So, um, but it is. It was an interesting idea, and I liked the world that they built. Um, 
uh, kind of the same way with Revolution. Revolution, if you hadn't heard of it, um, was a show. I think it. I think it got two seasons as well. It maybe had. I do believe so. Yeah. Is that the show with the? They're either the Legion or the assassins that work for Lincoln or Washington or something in that line. That's not Into the Badlands, is it? I don't know though. I thought that was that show, but I, I guess I'm wrong. No. So Revolution is about. Um, someone sets off an EMP in the U.S. and fries mm-hmm. all electronics and resorts everyone back to um, simpler times. Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, shout out. So, so, but what they did with it was they had like from the first episode this like kind of mystery of wait who did it like was it someone did do do we know someone that's a main character's like family member is he responsible um and so like i i same with wayward pines i haven't finished the second season of it right so i probably am part of the problem but i don't know i don't know if that answered i don't know if that question ever got answered but same as wayward pines but better it set this really cool world up uh, and it also had um, Gus Fring from Breaking Bad in it. He was yeah. he was a, I think he was the antagonist. Yeah, they they set up this cool like civilization thing where it's like these different factions going against each other. Right. And so it's I it's really I cool. really liked it, and I, I I both liked and hated the fact that it reminded me of Last of Us. Because it's like it was like yeah, it was yeah. the MP went off and then it was like fifteen. I don't know how. I don't know if they ever established how many years it was. I thought it but was, it was like fifteen twenty years maybe. Yeah, it was like fifteen twenty years into the future, and so that kind of setting I feel like is just really cool because it gives us this Last of Us feel or the Fallout where you know this is civilization after the apocalypse rather than like during it which was which would be like you know the walking dead or something like that so yeah that's definitely a real good good pick um my runner-up funnily enough is jericho thanks for shooting the lead you're welcome (laughs) jericho um was really good and actually there is a cool little story behind it um in the fact that it got a second season but it was only because all the fans, well, not all of them, I didn't do it, um, but most of a good chunk of some of them did, uh, they sent peanuts to the producers of the show. <laughs> they sent yeah. penises or peanuts? Peanuts! Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> oh, God. They sent peanuts, you know. Oh, the yeah. main character. The things Jericho. you put in your mouth and that are salty. Wait, sorry, that doesn't what? work. The, the main character <laughs> Jericho is uh, in Riverdale. That's cool. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, I, I, I really like... Urge, whatever the hell his name is. Let me talk! <laughs> no! <laughs> um, it was a really good show, and it was kind of the same thing of Revolution in a way, but it focused more on like a town, Jericho, and what happened after this big, you know, explosion went off or whatever, and this big attack or terrorist attack or whatever. Um, and yeah, it was really good characters. Um, and the only reason it came back for a second season, and the second season itself was like only like, oh God, I don't know, four or five episodes. So like they pulled the Gilmore Girls basically. Um, but. Yeah, they sent peanuts to the producers, and the peanuts goes along with 
um, like a story that happened in the in the show, basically. So they 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 were showing their love for the show by you know picking this really really obscure <laughs> um, story or whatever. But I mean, it did have a pretty good bearing on what happened in the show. But still, it was yeah, it was really cool and it was just a really good show. And I wish it wouldn't have been canceled. So yeah, so Anthony, I like Jericho. Yes, thank you. Apparently, thank you for agreeing um, with me. Another person that was in Jericho was Candace Bailey, who, if you guys remember Attack of the Show, she was one of the, I think she was the main host before it got canceled. Mm. Oh, man. I re- dude has uh, fallen what? so far. Oh, I'm just thinking of what happened to uh, Dude from Attack of the Show. Um. Oh, God. Oh, God. I still follow him on YouTube. What's his name? What is his name? Um, Anthony Sudeikis? No. No. <laughs> no, it's... Um... <laughs> oh, Emperor. I prefer... Yeah, he did the he did the attack which I got into, and then he did something really dumb, and now that doesn't exist anymore. God, that makes me sad now. It does. Keep going, keep going. I miss attack of the show. <laughs> All right, so Anthony, what is your favorite series that got canceled? Spectacular Spider-Man. Spectacular. Yeah. Is that the Disney XD one? The uh, this was was it the Disney XD one? I'm trying to remember. I know. There's been so many. Right. And I always go back to that, like, uh, Big Bang Theory where, like, Sheldon does, like, which one? Spectacular Spider-Man? Ultimate Spider-Man? Yeah, this was the 2008 Disney XD show. Oh, okay. But that one had Deadpool in it eventually, didn't it? Uh, no, that was the um, Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, God. <laughs> which is just... See what I mean? It's like, awful. Get your straight, XD. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Really What's XD stand for? Extra. D- <laughs> <laughs> so the art style of this reminds me of. You guys remember the Batman um, animated show? The one that the had brave the and dreadlock, the bold, the dreadlock Joker. Yeah, the Batman. Oh God. Yeah, that that's kind of what that art style kind of reminds me of. Like yeah. compared to other Spider-Man shows, yeah, it right. looks a lot like that. Yeah, mm. it um, it honestly is. If you take nostalgia away from the 90s Spider-Man, um, it is the best Spider-Man that they have done. And mm. that includes the current one that's currently airing. It is just... Interesting. It's it's really good. They nail the characters and the dynamic of the characters and the overall arc of everything they're going for just uh, spectacularly. Nah. Nah. Uh, see, I don't know why they do that, especially like uh, another good example is like they had the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and they even made sure to get back um, the guy who voiced Raph and he voices Donnie in the yep. new one. It's it's CG. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people really reacted very good to it. And then now all of a sudden now they have another one that's a cartoon. It's like, Why? If it was doing so good, why get rid of it? All right, Nate, what was your number one pick? Um, my number one pick was the Mick. Oh, thanks. That's so flattering. The Mick, you jackass. Oh, dang it. That was that so, show that just aired on Fox, right? FX. Yeah, it, it, FX. No, Fox. It was Fox. Main Fox. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's uh, it always posted to Hulu very fast. And oh, that's Fox right. You're right. Okay, I'm I'm getting it mixed up with it. Doesn't always sunny on FX. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, that's why I got confused. I thought it was on the same channel as as always sunny. So my fault. 
So it's one of those things that if you like Always Sunny, there's a chance that you might like the Mick, or you, or for the same reason you would hate the Mick, um, because yeah, it has right. the same actress in, in both. But um, I love the humor in it. The humor is like very, it's not dirty, but like it's very like. Um, you like it dirty, don't you? Nick? It's, <laughs> it's very like matter of fact. It's like so the character, uh, her rich sister, and her husband get arrested for. Um, fraud and so she has to come take care of their kids and she's just kind of a show person yeah and so it's it's her having to take care of these really rich snobby kids and the humor is really funny the kid in it the like little child is a pyromaniac who's <laughs> always like he's so sweet and innocent but he's a like he's a monster because he just <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's it's so it's so funny to watch but it got canceled after its second season um, which is a shame, but did you finish that fucking season? I did finish that season. Yes. <laughs> That's like such a good question to ask you. I, I will, I will, I will say this though. I'm glad that it was this over nine one one because their show, new show nine one one, I've really, really enjoyed. Oh yeah, that does it have the same from, actress uh... or something? No. Okay. Uh, does it? Wait, wait. Who? Who are you talking about? He asked if it was the same actress. No, uh, I'm thinking of the actress from um, Nashville was in that, right? Possibly. It's basically an over-dramatized, like, cop show that also has, like, fire and EMS. And it's it's very, like, like uh, Sunday Sunday night, ooh, 911's on kind of thing. Yeah. It's good event TV. Is it like a is it like a good, like, is it an answer to, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, on the polar opposite scale, yes. Yeah, that's why I'm just saying because, like, yeah, it seems weird to have Brooklyn Nine Nine and then Nine One One come out around the same time. Well, it's just like, oh my god, how many freaking like uh, doctor procedural shows are there? Like, oh I got god, really yes. into um, what was it called? I got really into uh, the Good Doctor with the autistic guy. That. It, it's good, but then right around the same time they also had like the resident. Right around the same time they had another one, which I forget the name of. And I'm like, geez, how many times can somebody get sick and they make it interesting? <laughs> I mean, you can only have House once. Yeah, right. Which I, exactly. I'll argue House is probably my favorite, if not, I think the best. Like, and see, I think that's drama. the main reason the Good Doctor is good is because it's the makers of house that made this one. So it mm, kind of okay. has the same feel, but now instead of, you know, Hugh Laurie being a jackass, it's this autistic kid. And so he's struggling to be normal, also struggling to be taken serious. And this is way off topic. Let's get back into it, <laughs> but good show. Good doctor. I don't know if it's canceled. If it's canceled though, maybe it'll make it on this list someday. No, I think uh, that the okay. kid from Bates motel. What? Is that the guy from Bates motel? Who's yes. In the yes, good it is. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Check it out. Anyways. So that was your number one mix. So now back to me. Uh, my favorite series that was canceled is Terra Nova. That's the, mm. the Danithor one where they go. It was actually a really interesting premise. And I don't know if it was just because I didn't watch the right trailer to it. Or maybe I just didn't pick up on it. But I had no idea that the premise was they went back in time. 
I thought maybe they just like went to a dip. I don't know what I since it was Terra Nova. I thought it was like a different planet. For some I really reason. don't know either because I remember the first trailer that was specifically saying, "Hey, the point of the show is we're going back in time to colonize the prehistoric." <laughs> I think I think if I'm remembering this correctly, it's a different Earth, but back in time, so they wouldn't screw up their timeline. No, I think it was just that it was so far back in time. That, it was okay. so it was so ridiculously far back in time that they couldn't f- it up. I think that was their you know reasoning behind it. Even though there's an entire like book about how a guy goes back in time, steps on a mosquito, and that completely changes everything. Yeah. Anyway. Also starring Stephen Lang. Yes, Stephen <laughs> Lang. So yeah, it's funny you brought him up. Um, but yeah, I really like it. Um, it was really good. Um, this came out right around the same time as uh, The Walking Dead. Um, and right around the same oh time God, that I started freaking hating Walking Dead. And so like, I was kind of looking for another thing. And I'm like, oh, zombies. Oh, dinosaurs. Okay. And yeah, this show getting canceled was really sucky. And the, the other part of it that sucks the most is that Netflix was you know ready to like sign the paperwork and have it so that it would continue on netflix and i don't know for one reason or another probably because it's fox and they're a bunch of fuckers um but the deal didn't go through which i mean like that show continued on netflix maybe they could have done a little bit more um you know blood maybe stephen lang could have said like fucking but you know, that same show, Netflixified, I think could have been really good. You know, I mean, the budget that a lot of the Netflix shows have fits the budget that it had on there. So, yeah, it's just a huge shame that it just got canceled. Yeah, and that would have, the around the time that got canceled, that could have been huge for Netflix. Because Definitely. that was when Netflix was really eager to continue things and right like, i think things. orange is the new black was like their big like headliner and it was the first time that a series came out that did like gangbusters on netflix yeah so i have a, I have a weird history with this show i saw because i saw it um they did a premiere at uh comic-con for the first episode Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I was there and I watched it. And I'm like, okay, this this is interesting. I'd like to see it not with 10,000 people in a room. Right. And so I, I watched it, and I think I watched like the first four. And I'm like, okay, this, this is interesting. I'm not sure where they could go with this. And then it got canceled, so I didn't bother watching the rest of it. But it was an and interesting also, show. See, this is what I like when I go and look at shows that I haven't either seen in a long time or... I know a little about the main actor for Terra Nova is, uh, was on, uh, agents of shield for a couple seasons. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's really, I really like him as an actor. When you go to IMDb Terra Nova, it says 2011 to 2011. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched, sad. I've watched one. Twist the goddamn of knife. Shield. IMDb. <laughs> so to answer Nick's question written by I anonymous, written by Anonymous on IMDb, centers on the Shannons, an ordinary family from 2149, when the planet is dying, who are transported back 85 million years to prehistoric Earth, where they join Terra Nova, a colony of humans with a second chance to build a civilization. Thank you. What was my question? That uh, or we were talking did, about... Did I wait, fucking ask you? <laughs> well, I answered either way. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. This this uh, this segment was brought to you by Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and now it and now this that. segment is canceled. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of Fox in the 90s, it's time Ooh. for another edition of Nick and Nate's 90s Nostalgia. It's Morphin Time! Da, 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 da. Might I add, that was a really good segue. I really <laughs> appreciate that segue. Uh, God, I can't remember. It was like, um, I was on uh, One Giant Leap for Geeks. Uh, it's another podcast. I cheated on you. I'm sorry. Anyways, I guest starred on his because he guest starred on mine. You know, it's potato potato for, so for this you, podcast. So he showed you yours and you showed him. Hell yeah, I did. Yes, but he was talking yeah. about like uh, Godzilla. And we were talking about the new one and how like maybe maybe like there be some way of controlling like Godzilla. I was like, what the hell are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, it was good. Oh, man. Even so, though you don't uh, have a mouth, you have a mouth slit. How does that work? <laughs> um, so, today's, if you haven't figured it out already, today's topic of Nick and Nate's 90s nostalgia. Say that 10 times fast, Anthony. Nick and 90s nostalgia. Nick and 90s nostalgia. Nick and Nate's. Hey, I'm skipping stuff. Nick and Nate's 90s nostalgia. Nick I'm skipping some stuff. Um, so today's uh, topic is Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Anthony, were you alive? I don't know how old you are. <laughs> yes, yes, I was very much alive. <laughs> uh, did you did you watch the OG or? Like... I did. I watched. Good, it. Uh, good. I'm I'm a terrible fan because I still technically watch a good chunk of it interesting i'm glad you're here because i really want to talk about this okay <laughs> see now the cool thing is like the like proud father moment uh that i have is my daughter she's only three so she has like absolutely no reason to like power rangers but for some reason i'm thinking it's because of the interesting creatures and how they get in costumes and stuff like that but she absolutely loves the power rangers so much so that uh, we had a wizard con here in Boise, Idaho, and we were eating at, I don't remember the fish place. There's a fish place. It's right on the Grove, right in the center on the Grove, and right across from us was the convention center. So me and Ashley sit down. We're getting ready to order. I look over, and there's fucking Tommy. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, I do that thing where like I keep looking, but I'm trying to make it look like I'm not looking. And I'm like, <laughs> is that Tommy? No, no. I'm like, hmm, salmon. Okay, that's fucking Tommy, isn't it? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, I kind of lean over to my wife and I'm like, Tommy is sitting right behind you. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, who's the guy, Tommy? The guy who plays Tommy, he's sitting behind you. And she starts to look, and I do that thing where I'm like, "Don't look!" <laughs> so what don't you look done, at him. What you should have Your done is you should do have not like, need his presence. Anyway, you should have looked at the you should have looked at the menu and like from the corner of your mouth go. 
No, so so anyways, going on. Um, so she kind of looks and she's like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not fucking sure." <laughs> um, so I took a picture and I'm like, "Smile," but I'm like, uh, "She's in the very left of the picture," so that I could get a picture of him. And I I posted it on Facebook and it's really awesome. And I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" Now the best part, the best part of that story is that we order our stuff we're starting to eat and he gets done with his thing he's getting ready to leave and just un unprompted he's like hey guys how you doing and i'm like good good very good yeah yeah he's like hey did you guys go to wizard con i'm like no i really wanted to and here comes the moment my wife completely throws me under the bus and she's like oh yeah he really wanted to go when he found out you were going and i'm like shut up stop it you're embarrassing me in front of tommy And uh, he offers to get a he get, offers to give a picture, and so we get a selfie with him, and it is on my lock screen now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I saw that first picture of. <laughs> so guys, listening, the picture I first saw was the one he was talking about, where it's it's his his wife is in the is in the fore foreground of the picture. Yeah. And. Jason David Frank is in the background of the picture, but you can clearly tell that Jason David Frank is the like point of the picture. <laughs> it's like, the very center, yes. It's like the very center. So I didn't. I, I'm looking at your Twitter right now. I I just I just now saw the uh, picture that you guys took a selfie together. But I remember seeing that. And <laughs> it's just like, yeah, baby, I'm taking a picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, she knew what was going on. So, anyways, then the cutest part, the cutest part. I put up a video. I don't know if I did it on Twitter, so you might not have seen it, Nate. You did. You did. Oh, I did. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I put up a video of I showed my dog the picture of uh of what you it was Tommy. Jason, Isn't it Jason, Jason David, David Frank's Frank. name yeah I was like I, I JDF is what I remember for some reason anyways um so yeah I showed her the picture of Jason and I'm like you know what so I I you know I held the phone up to my chest and I'm like babe you know what happened the other day we were eating and we got to see the green ranger she's like you saw the green ranger i'm like yeah so i showed her that and she's like that's the green ranger does he have his hat and i'm like no honey he doesn't have his helmet <laughs> it was just like oh it's like just a proud father moment because she loves the show and it's like such a such a weird thing that something that was back in the 90s and something i enjoyed and just like watched every saturday or whatever right alongside the 90s you know spider-man or whatever it was just it was it's so weird that it can come back around like i mean she's three it's 2018 she has so much to choose from especially on netflix but the fact that somehow unprompted by me because it's not like i said hey watch this she just happened upon it you know i think she was uh on my phone or something and so you know she can navigate that way better than like the controller because the controller is a little bit too big for her so she can't do that on the playstation but she just happened to be watching it one day and i just happened to like look back and i'm like she really watched so he was like hey honey can i see the phone real fast and she was watching i'm like holy crap this is so awesome i'm like do you like this she's like yeah it's really cool so anthony how old are you i am 31 
Okay. Oh wow! Wow, somebody's older than me. So I'm the youngest out of out of everyone here. So I'm the closest to like I was born in ninety five. I'm twenty two. I was born in ninety five. Okay. Yeah, you probably started out with Turbo, didn't you? <laughs> no, I actually I didn't start out with Turbo, but the first one I remember watching. Mm, I started out with with Morphin for sure, but the one I gravitated towards the most was Galaxy, the Lost Galaxy. Mm, okay. But so I'm probably the fre- apart from you because you said you still watch. I'm probably the freshest, like as far as like with the current ones. So for for me, like I said, Lost Galaxy was my favorite. And it's still my favorite um, for the most part of the entire series. But. Uh, uh, I I really honestly watched all the way up until what was it? Um, I think the last season I watched in full was Operation Overdrive, oh, yeah. and then I remember Jungle Fury came on, and I was like, "Yep, nope, this isn't for me anymore." Like I, <laughs> I had that conscious like, "Okay, yeah, this isn't for me anymore," and so um, I was with someone who had a kid, and they were watching like the one of the more recent. Um, one of the more recent ones, I think it was Dino Charge. Yeah. And I'm sitting here nice. watching this and I'm like, mm, I hate this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just like, man, this is totally for a completely different audience. But um, so after I had already gotten to that point with Jungle Fury, I remember I was a junior and I was, I stayed home sick one day and I was like, Hey, all the Power Rangers are on Netflix. Let me, let me check this out. And so I put it on in space and you know that I think it's Peter Griffin. You know that that GIF of Peter Griffin, where he turns on the TV and then turns it off and goes done and walks out. That was me. I was like, <laughs> "Yep, no, this is just going to be a memory. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch any more of this." <laughs> so, but Power Rangers still has like a really deep meaning to me, you know. And then yeah. like there's a cosplayer I follow named Patrick Sky who he works with Jason David Frank a lot um, as far as like doing Green Ranger stuff. Um, and he actually cosplayed as the Green Ranger from the the most recent Power Rangers movie. Yeah. And everyone was like, for the 25th anniversary. But going back to it, I don't care about any of the new ones, but I will watch that special, that 25th anniversary special where everyone comes back, basically. Right. I'm going to yeah, watch that the, uh, just because... The yep. I think it's super cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Power Rangers is something that, like, even though I don't watch anymore, I still cherish the memories i have with it yeah definitely definitely it's just it's it's one of those things that it's like i really wish like saturday morning cartoons still existed in the sense that they do i mean yeah fox kids era oh my god yeah yeah i mean like you can still watch a cartoon and it could still be on saturday but it's just not the same they don't have the same blocks anymore like the fox kids block and the wb kids that the those blocks were like those were events. You yes, know? it's kind of yeah. like how the same way Toonami was an event. It's the exact same thing. Good point. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, I think it's funny going back and watching them. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a couple things you notice other than the fact that the girls don't have boobs. <laughs> yep, I noticed yeah. that. Someone told me that and ruined my childhood. Ruined yeah. it. Every, every time I see them it. suited up, it also ruined my childhood when I discovered that. All of the footage is from the Japanese versions. Right. <laughs> now just do the 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 uh, American the, VO over it. 
Yep. Right. Oh my god. That's why they always Which... end up in a quarry. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there was definitely some other stuff that I didn't realize. Like I didn't realize how much they actually fought outside of the Megazord. Like there, mm-hmm. there's actually several episodes where it's like they just fight and like he's just in the T Rex or he's just in the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Not only that, but how much they actually use their weapons. It's like wow. For some reason, I always, I always um, remembered them fighting the monster. Then they fight it in the big form. Then they do the Megazord. Then they defeat it. Yeah, you know, and that's still that happens most of the episodes or whatever but it's like it's all the little things that i totally forgot about like you know and especially once you added in the green ranger i'm like ah oh, that's when it started getting so good and it's like there was an actual story behind it so my question for you guys is uh, let's let's have the in cap be operation overdrive just because i think that that was the last time like remember jedex before disney xd that was the last, like, kind of that generation of Power Rangers, and then they, then now it is what it is. The, so uh, the yeah. uh, the uh, the Disney era. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna ask both of you, what is your favorite, or okay, what's the best in your opinion? What is the best, worst, and runner-up from ending in Operation Overdrive? Like from the beginning to that point. Okay, Anthony, you want to go first? Like in terms of like series endings yeah. or favorite series? Or no, favorite series just in general. Like oh, favorite Ninja series. Storm in or, yeah. Okay. Um, my favorite series is still the original, and then my my runner up I would say is um, space, and the then uh, two. Yeah, these are and, the voyages of the. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, is Lightspeed Rescue in that era as well? Yep. Yeah, my last one would be Lightspeed Rescue. I like what they did with that. Okay. Nick. Um, That's a good question. Obviously, OG. OG is definitely Mighty Morphin. Um, I'd say the runner-up to that one... Uh, runner up i'd have to say is probably i'd say spd i really liked spd and the fact that they were like you know they were space police and and yeah i don't know like i i really like that one and just watching it with my daughter and whatever like there was a lot more like what i liked let's put it this way by this time it was the 12th iteration of power rangers and they were still doing a lot of their stuff um practically sure they had some really cheesy cg but they were still doing a lot of stuff in the in actual suits and stuff and like you know you have to appreciate that you have to appreciate that after 12 and and however many like the fact that they would still do stuff with they'd still take the time make the molds make the the costumes and everything like it's it's really nice and i really liked it and i was like you know like credit where credit's due it was still a piece of shite but it was still like you know they're still doing it they're still making it and they're not taking the easy way out they're not just doing it to do more 
it's you know definitely like i like it so and then i'd say my least favorite is actually mystic rangers because this is when they decided to be wizards so so anthony what was your least favorite uh in that just in that general sense was um light speed rescue oh i thought that was your runner-up rescue Was that your runner-up or your least favorite? My runner-up was um, uh, uh, in space. Space. Oh, okay, okay. In space. So, so for me, so mine, mine are different for sure because I basically you're a nerd. Well, I basically started like heavy after space. So all those and up until like Overdrive were the ones that I watched more than anything. So I had watched the original Mighty Morphin, but see for me personally, I like the Mighty Morphin movie better than the three, the two seasons of the original show. I can, so I can totally go for that. Cause they actually got the real footage from the same show. Yeah. <laughs> but those, yeah. those swords are so bad. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. the White Ranger one was pretty cool. I yeah, did the, like White the White Ranger, Ranger looks one. good, but the the rest of the Megazord is just oh my god, yeah. what were they thinking? So <laughs> so for me, I'm in the same boat as Nick. My least favorite was Mystic Force, and I so it's a couple reasons. One, I thought it was just kind of stupid, and oh, yeah. so for that reason, I didn't watch. Well, they were really trying to any they were trying to like figure out spells and stuff. Like I don't know if like Harry Potter was coming out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so they were like, hey, let's jump blown. on that bandwagon. Yeah, that was full blown like Harry Potter. Let's translate the Sentai into a Harry Potter esque thing. Yeah, I hated it. So, so this one is harder for me because I really did enjoy a lot of these. Um, I think my favorite for sure has got to be Lost Galaxy because that's probably my favorite over the course of that series. My favorite story arc as a whole. Yeah, right. Um, I liked the, what they did with the whole Green Green Ranger White Ranger thing with um, the black the black ranger with the horns in lost galaxy i don't remember what his name was um i just remember he was my favorite character because i dressed up as him as a kid for halloween and they they killed a power ranger too yeah yeah that's right um so that's gotta be my favorite got real in lost galaxy damn it did (laughs) yeah no it was like dark like it had a really really good story that's why i really yeah uh, enjoyed it um for runner up it's gotta be it's got to be either Ninja Storm or Time Force. Time Force uh, I did like, I like Time, Time Force. Force. That was another good one. I really liked both of those. Ninja Storm I liked because it was just three of them. Like It was the first time I had seen just three Rangers and it focused on their story. Do you guys, and then they, yeah. Do you guys then know they, the, the story of what Ninja Storm was supposed to be before they put the kibosh on it? Uh-uh. So the original plan was, this is what somebody laid out, was to have... Tommy was supposed to come back as a mentor and run a ranger school. And these those those three that we saw were going to be his top three students. And then there was going to be another Power Ranger from the previous seasons who didn't like Tommy's philosophy and how he was running. And he made another version of the Power Rangers, and they were going to have those three top students, which ended up being the Thunder ones. And thunder. Feel the thunder. Exactly. That song is terrible, by the way. Um, Lightning and the thunder. 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 Feel the thunder. thunder. Gotta give up. Gotta... <laughs> it's only one good Thunder song, and it's from ACDC. 
So basically, um, you're talking about Dino Thunder. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that's. Then they decided to bring him back. So what they were gonna have to do was have these two schools eventually just fight each other, nice. and then the big bad would show up, and they'd be like, "Oh, we need to set aside all of our the differences." They were gonna BVS it. Yeah. <laughs> set aside our differences and fight the main villain of the series. Uh, while in between that, also fighting the lowercase villains of that series separately. Nice. And then just clashing mm-hmm. together. And Disney was like, no, we can't do this. One, it's really <laughs> expensive because it relies, uh, it relies on all new footage that we don't have because of Sentai. Lazy and jackasses. then they were like, there's no, like, kids are not going to understand what's going on in this show and who a lot of these people are. So they went with uh, Ninja Storm instead. But I'm like, I really like that idea of what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Yeah, Dino Thunder was really good too, but it definitely was starting to lean more towards where they are now, like as far as kind of more kitty, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like Dino Thunder feels more kitty than Ninja Storm to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could also be because I like wrote like nostalgia glasses on. I don't know. Yeah. I, I do wish like I, I check in on it every now and then because I want to see like if they're trying to evolve the product into like a li- not necessarily away from a kids show, but just add more elements to it that make it adulty oriented. Like you can still have that mix between the two, and it's not leaning towards that. It's leaning towards like the other half. But I do wish that it would be. For older fans, try to make a product yeah. that, like, hey, older this is- fans, what the hell? Yeah, we we get Power Rangers. You guys love it. <laughs> he, you guys are the ones that kind of watch this stuff. Here's a show for you, but they don't. Right. They don't. That would lean be into nice. That. We'll see. All they're doing now is just adding more words to it. Yeah, so, <laughs> like you had Power Rangers Mega Force, you had Super Mega Force, you had Power Rangers Dino Charge, you had Super Dino Charge. I hate Power that. Rangers Ninja I hate Steel, that. and a lot Power of that, that Super is, Ninja that's Steel. Nickelodeon. Um, yeah, I know. They I know. have they have a mandate with so many episodes, so they have to do it that way. But like, it sucks. Yeah. So good, good, good times, good times. So you guys can chime in. What do you guys think about Power Rangers? But more importantly, what should be the next Nick and Nate's '90s nostalgia? Just a quick reminder: our first one was sock and boppers, sock and boppers. More fun than a pillow fight. Oh man, I got uh, wrecked in with those before. <laughs> yeah, I got my ass beat. So uh, that was our first one. Then obviously we just talked about Power Rangers. So what should be the next Nick and Nate's '90s nostalgia? Turtles. Let us know. <laughs> Um, let us know. Um, we'll have we'll get some choices together and maybe have a vote and talk about that so um that's pretty much it for this show all right so that's pretty much all we have for this episode of nerd to the third come back next time and you can chime in what is one of your most anticipated games for the holiday season what are you most anticipating next time we're going to talk about our most anticipated game for the upcoming a holiday season. So thank you so much for joining us, Anthony. Go ahead and remind everybody where they can find you. You can find me on YouTube at Talking Bull, or you can find out all of our updates on Twitter at Talking Bull PC. All right, and thank you, Nate, for always being a good co-host. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for being there. Yeah. The good times and bad. Yeah. You're just pushing a button. Yeah. Yeah.
my man. Oh, wait, wait, my <laughs> man. <laughs> wait, yes. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Are you doing a crosswalk now? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us this episode of Nerd to the Third. You guys stay nerdy. Talk nerdy to me. Oh, that's perfect. That should be our sign-off. That should be our sign-off. Thanks for joining us for Nerd to the Third, where you can always talk nerdy to me. Today we're bringing you the power of three with Nick, Nate, and the ever-rotating full chair... <laughs> full not a, chair. He's not a half chair. You he's a are full, chair. full of it. You are so full of it. If, if you're if you're a heavy set guy, I'm so sorry. It's all good, man. <laughs> it works. Oh, there's a fucking spider right on my camera. Get the fuck off oh, my laptop. It's on my monitor. Run away. Get off. Away. Hold on. Wait. No. Ah. It was something. I thought. Did you just blow a load? Yeah, I did. All over your chest. Ooh, that's Who needs wax really when I could just blow a load on your chest? Jesus. <laughs> okay, so I'm sending something in the chat. It's a the trailer for that Shot Collar movie. If you guys want to look at it while I'm Shot talking about it. Shot Collar, 20-inch play.